A special thanks goes out to the folks at Spotify for bringing you this podcast. Coming to you almost live, it's time once again for Tom Reads Your Story, the number one spoken word podcast on the web for audiobooks, social media posts, current events, and just plain whatever. So let's start the show. For the next half hour, I'll be your host. I'm voice actor and podcaster, Tom Zania. And we are back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Tom Read Your Story. I'm Tom Zania. I am a podcaster and a voice actor. For those of you who are a little unfamiliar with who I am and what I do, uh, this is a show for you. This is the spoken word in books, in current events, and just about whatever you can think of. Uh, The show is no longer a weekly uh, so I guess that's my big announcements for uh, announcement for today. Uh, it's pretty much going to be on whenever I have time for it. And uh, I would love to bring it to you every week. However, it's just not physically possible. And uh, uh, I'm getting up there in years and I don't have the energy or the time uh, to make it happen that way. I do have time sometimes like right now uh to give you what i can give you and hopefully that is something you'll be interested in listening to whenever that happens so anyway um i was paging through youtube as i am usually want to do i think youtube is the one website and i've probably said this a million times before um uh, youtube is the one website i'm always on In fact, I'm probably always on that first, probably even before I check my email. Um, I just like what's there and the choices you have. There's so much on it. And I'm not just talking about documentaries or movies or whatever. There's just everything. Uh, How-to reviews about this, that, and the other thing, uh, electronics. Uh, it's, um, it's something that is a major part of my internet life. And, uh, I, I think we all have some sort of internet life. We all have that time of day or times of day when we are in front of a screen and whether that sounds good or bad, I don't care, but let's face it. Uh, being in front of a screen is a major part of our daily lives uh, for most, most of us. So as I was saying, I was paging through, um, YouTube and I found a show, uh, that I I haven't thought about in, in several years. It's a show called the Will Rogers Follies. This is one of my favorite shows and to find the entire Broadway production on YouTube is is great. Yeah, it's just a wonderful thing. And um, I'm not talking about uh, any motion picture that was made of it because I'm pretty sure there was not. Um, but this is a this is a video of a performance, which I would much rather see than uh, a film 
of of a show. I would rather I would rather see a live performance videotaped really well. And uh that's exactly what this was. Uh it was some Japanese production company, but it, it was very well done. You could tell it wasn't a bootleg. It wasn't some guy with a cell phone camera in the audience, which is something you're not supposed to do. Uh, this was really well produced. Uh, it had Tommy Tune open the video with words to us about Will Rogers. And um, the camera follows him into the theater and he takes his seat at the Palace Theater for the performance. And it's just, it's so good. It had me paying attention to every moment. And if you know anything about Will Rogers, or if you had never heard of Will Rogers, uh, this is what you want to see. Uh, it's presented in a way that is very Tommy Tune. It's very Ziegfeld, because uh, Will Rogers was in Ziegfeld shows. Will Rogers, for those of you who don't know, was a friend to all of us in America. It didn't matter if you were a Democrat or a Republican. He talked about everything. He started out as a young man on his father's ranch. He uh, was is part Cherokee, and he learned how to rope a calf and, and do what cowboys do. He became a rope twirler and joined Old West shows that played all over the world. He uh, became a writer for newspapers. Uh, and when film came around, he, he was there uh, for uh, film shorts. He even uh, appeared in movies toward the end of his life. He did it all. He was definitely someone that you would call a Renaissance man. And it's really, it's really a good thing to, uh, to learn about this guy. Uh, he had a catchphrase. I hate to say catchphrase, but he said, I never met a man I didn't like. He met kings and poor people and rich people, entertainers, politicians, everyone. He was a national celebrity in a way, a national figure. Uh, in our daily lives. He was on radio. He was in film shorts, as I've already mentioned. He did movies, character roles in movies, where he did some some roping. Um, but this is a, a very interesting man, and this tape, uh, this video of the Will Rogers Follies is such a treat. You really owe it to yourself to see this, and I'm glad I saw it because I was in it at a dinner theater in Arizona back in, I think, 2002, if I'm not mistaken. And um, it, it, uh, it wasn't as touching back then as it was when I watched it uh, as an audience at home. Um but I'm so glad I found out that it's there and I hope you take advantage of seeing it. He uh, was someone, like I said, who got around a lot. He knew everyone, including a man 
by the name of Wiley Post, who was an aviator who always invited Will Rogers to go flying. And toward the end of the show, uh, we're told that he did finally go flying, and the two were flying in Alaska, in Alaska, and their plane went down near Point Barrow, Alaska, and both of them, of course, died. Um, I want to read you something about this man, um, not about Will, but about uh, Wiley Post probably someone you may not know much about. From simpleflying.com, Remembering the Crash That Killed Wiley Post by Summit Singh. Wiley Post was an integral figure in aviation history. He discovered the jet stream, helped develop one of the first pressure suits, and was the first pilot to fly solo around the world. Sadly, his life was cut short on August 15, 1935, when he crashed in what was the territory of Alaska with his friend, celebrity Will Rogers. Post became fascinated with flying as a teenager after visiting a local fair hosting an aeronautical exhibition featuring a Curtis plane. Soon after, he enrolled in an aviation school in Kansas City, Missouri. In subsequent years, Post broke notable records, such as registering the fastest around-the-world flight with his navigator Harold Gaddy, and the 1933 trip around the world that would leave an even bigger mark. By himself, Post smashed his around-the-world record with a time of 7 days, 18 hours, and 49 minutes. William Adair Rogers was a famed actor, humorist, social commentator, columnist, and even a cowboy. He was born in the Cherokee Nation Indian Territory on November 4, 1879, which is now part of Oklahoma, before traveling around the world three times and making 71 films. The entertainer became a close companion of Post, notably after the aviator's round-the-world adventure in 1931. Rogers gave Post plenty of praise in his newspaper columns amid his feats. Following the growth of their friendship, Post recommended that Rogers should join him in the air to get away from his pressures at work. Challenges in Hollywood and the newspaper industry were getting to Rogers, so the aviation enthusiast didn't think twice about joining Post in his aircraft. Post had been keen to survey a mail and passenger route from the West Coast to Russia, so with the aircraft concoction Post and Rogers set flight for Alaska and Russia in August following the test flight in the month prior. There weren't any notable issues after the duo departed Lake Washington near Seattle. Rogers continued writing on his typewriter while Post took the helm of the plane as they made numerous stops across Alaska. The final stop would be Fairbanks. On the way to Point Barrow from Fairbanks, the pair got lost and landed in a lagoon to find out directions. This headland on the Arctic coast would be the last stop as the engine sputtered while taking off and the plane hit the water and flipped. The right wing of the plane was sheared off and the aircraft ended up inverted in the lagoon's shallow water, killing both on board the flight instantly. 
An investigation followed, which raised major concerns about the way Post put together key parts of his plane from different types. The engine's failure may have been a result of carburetor icing and not enough elevator surface to counter the nose-heavy plane in a glide. Post was 36 when he passed, while Rogers was 55. Their untimely deaths were met with grief around the world. Post was buried in Memorial Park Cemetery, Oklahoma, with many influential aviation figures such as Amelia Earhart among the mourners. Rogers' funeral was held at Hollywood Bowl, and he was buried in Forest Lawn Park, Glendale, California. But he was reinterred at the Will Rogers Memorial in Claremore, Oklahoma. The Smithsonian Air and Space Museum concludes, The loss of Post and Rogers near the height of their fame helped ensure their enduring stature as icons of Depression-era America, but their accomplishments stand as evidence that there was still a popular spirit of adventure in the United States that economic crisis could not dampen. Many of those looking back at Rogers' death will remember one of his most famous sayings, as quoted in the Will Rogers book by Paula McSpadden Love. Rogers said, When I die, my epitaph, or whatever you call those signs on gravestones, is going to read, I joked about every prominent man of my time, but I never met a man I didn't like. I am so proud of that. I can hardly wait to die so it can be carved. Overall, both Post and Rogers left a legacy that has lasted through the decades. They were truly pioneers in the early days of their industries and contributed massively to the progress of aviation and entertainment. One of the saddest flights a plane ever made, Will Rogers and Wiley Post coming home, flown from Alaska to Seattle by Joe Crossan in the center. The cracked Northland pilot, after a sky voyage beyond the Arctic Circle, has brought back the two famous men mourned by America. From Seattle, the funeral plane takes off for Los Angeles. This is the way they return, from what was to have been a splendid adventure in the polar north. Will Rogers, the mirthful philosopher, and Wiley Post, the daring adventurer of the air. They died in the Eskimo land of the Arctic. Now Will and Wiley part company. Rogers is to rest at Los Angeles. Post is carried on to his home, Oklahoma City. The government has offered them tombs of honor, but this is the end of their last flight together. And, of course, like so many episodes uh, in the spirit of Tom Reger's story, uh, something totally unfamiliar, at least to me, and I think a lot of you, uh, about a very famous and entertaining man, Will Rogers. That brings us to the end of yet another episode of Tom Reger's story. Portions were pre-recorded. Please tell your friends if you enjoyed your visit today, because we're always looking for new ones. Thanks, Spotify, for this opportunity. I greatly appreciate it. Let's end today's episode with a great song from the musical, The Will Rogers Follies, which sums up the incredible life of Will Rogers. Never met a man I didn't like. I'm Tom Zania for Tom Read Your Story. Thanks for coming. I'll see you next time. Bye now. 
Cherokee philosophy Never met a man I didn't This is Tom Zania. For more information on my availability for your e-learning, commercial, or audiobook project, visit my website at www.tomzvoices.weebly.com. We hope you visit us again real soon for another episode of Tom Reads Your Story.